When I was 11, I could not talk. I had an operation on my throat and a friend of my mum's gave me a camera. So I didn't actually ever study at college, but I always, from the age of 11 until 16 when I left school, I always used to take pictures. So all, all through my childhood, uh, I took pictures. And this woman who lent me the camera in the first place taught me how to develop my own pictures because they were the old-fashioned kind. She taught me how to print and she actually looked at my pictures and she'd say, this is good because of that and that's good, that's not so good because of that. And, and I learned sort of on the job. So I think it was like a, an apprenticeship. It was, it, I had a proper apprenticeship, first with the woman who lent me the camera and then with Eve Arnold, who was this very famous photographer who I went to work with when I was 16. And uh, I think it's worth saying that she was most famous for taking pictures of every American president from the 1950s until she died, which was only a few years ago. I didn't realize when I was 16 just how important she was to photography. Uh, and uh, I used to go to work properly Monday to Friday, but on, in the evenings and on the weekends, I took my own pictures. And then every few months I would take my pictures to show her and she would go through and she'd look at them. And one day she said, you know what, Biban? You keep on taking pictures in series and then you add these captions. You know that's called film, don't you? If you put series of pictures and you have captions, that's like making a film. And she said, if I was a young woman, I would be a filmmaker because a lot of the big magazines that she put her work into didn't really, were, were sort of collapsing a bit at that time. And she said, film is the future. Why don't you think about becoming a filmmaker? So I rang up the film school and I, I said, what do you have to do to become a filmmaker? And they said, you have to have made a film. <laughs> now, a lot of life I find is a bit like that. You kind of go, hang on a minute, I'm supposed to be learning, but I've got to have already done it. So I actually went on a very short course. And uh, you have to remember, because I'm a lot older than you, that things like, you know, iPhones with their movie bit or, you know, even DVDs, and none of this was possible. So I had to borrow a camera and they wouldn't let it out of the college. So my very first film was about the canteen workers <laughs> in the college where I did the course. And I applied to film school with that and with a big page about my dreams. And I wrote all over it because they had all this stuff about education on the front. And I said, how can you ask me to have an education when I don't have one, but these are the films I'm gonna make. And unbelievably, they let me in and I went to film school. And that's how I started. When I started, there was only two other women who had ever made a feature film in the United Kingdom, yeah? One of them was, I can't remember whether she was already dead or very elderly, but she'd made a film sometime in the 1930s, uh, and, and I never knew who she was. And the other one was actually, uh, she'd made a film in England, but she was, um, she was sort of English-Italian and didn't live in England, she was in Italy. So I come along as a, as a girl, as a woman, young woman, and there were no women doing what it was that I decided to do. And that was really scary. 
really, really scary. So I have over the years had a lot of um, both friends, mentors, people I admire and I've never even met, uh, who made the kinds of films I like. I was on my first film, on my first feature film. It wasn't my first film, I'd made a documentary before. So anyway, so there I am, my first film. I'm a very young woman and the crew are all men apart from the continuity and the makeup. That is no longer the case in the film industry, but it was back then. And every time I said anything to the first assistant director, he would turn around to the crew and go, the little lady says she would like you to do this. The little lady says that we may have our lunch now. The little lady says action. And after we went on and I went and I said, look, excuse me, this is not on, this is not right, this is not proper. He went on and on and on. And on day two, it was just before lunch, and he, he I said, I'll go one more take before lunch. And uh, he turns around and he goes, the little lady says, and I pulled the megaphone out of his hand, you're fired. And I appreciate that you've clapped for that, and I appreciate all these years later that you understand why that is so appalling. But do you know what, even now, as I've told you that story, and as funny as it is, and the fact that it's nearly 30 years ago, I feel like crying. Do you know what I mean? I feel like crying, because it was so humiliating. It was so humiliating to be someone who wasn't entirely sure what they were doing, who was new at their job, who did have a big opportunity, and for somebody to be in between of that. I think the first thing I would say is um, make a film about something you really understand. You know, really think about what it is you want to say. A lot of people get a bit distracted about, is this a good shot, is that a good shot, should we do this special effect, or oh, on my, on my programme I can, you know, make it sparkle. And they forget, and I'm sure that those of you who've been watching films in Film Club um, will know this to be true, is that the thing that engages the audience is actually the story or the thought behind something. So the first thing I'd say to young people is uh, substance over style, yeah? Because you can always learn to do it better, but it's who you are that you're gonna put out there on the screen. Um, and the other piece of advice I would take, I would give is uh, don't take no for an answer, yeah? There's a load of people wanna make films, there's not enough room to make them. You know, there's a lot of gatekeepers. You may be right and they may be wrong and you may have to work really, really hard to get your work out there. But you have to be sort of brave and sneaky and dedicated. And then the third thing I say is it's not an easy business. It's not a doddle. It's not, it's really, really competitive and it's really, really hard work. It's four in the morning, it's 12 o'clock at night, it's never giving up. And you should only do that if you know in your heart you're prepared to give that to it. 
I think the thing for me about film is the telling of stories and what it means to tell stories in our world. And one of the things that I always try and explain to people is, is that there's loads of ways of telling stories. You know, mothers tell them to daughters, you know, or parents to children. You know, the whole idea of the religious leader to the congregation. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when I was young, there was also, you know, the, the songs in the folk clubs, you know, those had the stories of communities. So I think that film is this sort of brilliant way where these incredible artists have captured the stories of our time and of other times and they hand them over so it's a sort of a relay race. So for me that's, that's the inspiring bit about film, whether making it or watching it. <laughs>